0: Happy New Year!
3: Opening day, baby. The season begins Yes, tonight. Welcome to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Jason Lloyd's in the hot seat. Don't forget to buy our t-shirts. McNuggets told me,
0: whatever you do, right off the top, plug the t-shirts. They're going fast, folks.
4: I gotta get one. I don't have
0: one yet. You're gonna get one. You're gonna get one. You are you got to get, two, get one of each. Everybody buy one of each. They're awesome. Obviously, Cleveland Clothing Company is a great company. We're happy to be partnering with them. They make
3: great teeth. They're the
0: quality of their t. The best. Is, it's b- great. B- they, I bought like a dozen of them many, the first got? year I was here. Not these yet. Okay. Yeah. But I'm saying Cleveland when I first moved to t-shirts. Cleveland. I bought more than a dozen. I probably bought 20 t-shirts from there. I still have them all. My yeah. wife takes some of the some of the ones that don't fit me anymore and wears them as like a sleep shirt. Nice. It's awesome. They're, They're great best shirts. They're very stuff. comfortable. Yes.
3: I own a ton. I don't even know how many I have, but yeah. I encourage you to get them now because G-Bush hasn't placed his order yet. He's placing an order of 200 for his family Yeah, family Fem-
5: Fem- Fem reunion's coming up. Easter's yeah. coming up. Uh, you know, they've all told me that they You're want are giving them out shirts. like business cards. Christmas. Yeah. You get a shirt. You get a you shirt. You get a shirt. <laughs> I ain't
3: get nothing else, though. G. Bush, the Oprah of sports <laughs> talk. She no, gives please. away
0: houses. He gives away shirts. <laughs> yeah,
3: right. <laughs> Busy show today. As I mentioned, Happy New Year because the season finally is here. It kicks off tonight. We can't wait for that. Aditi's going to be here. She, of course, will be working the sidelines for CBS in the Browns' opening game of the season against Carolina. Perfect pairing there with Aditi on the sideline for the Browns. Jim Zoki is the play-by-play guy, the radio play-by-play guy for the Carolina Panthers. He has been on the Panthers' broadcast team since they began operation as a football team. I graduated with Jim from Bowling Green. He's a great guy, terrific voice. He's going to join us to give us the ins and outs of Carolina, how he thinks they're going to attack this Browns team. And also, and I'm excited about this because the first time we did it was last week and it was a blast. It's a great segment. No fence riding. No waffling. It's either yes or no. It's definitive this answer or that answer. And I'm looking forward to it primarily, not just to see where you guys are on all these topics, but to see the
5: graphics. I thought last week Anthony nailed the graphics for no fence riding. And I got my picks in kind of early. It was before. When did you get them in? It was probably McNuggets. I think it was before.
1: It was like five or six, right? There was the earliest G. Bush has answered any text in his life. <laughs> on it, I only but, had to ask him twice. Yeah, well, see. By, by the
5: way, speaking
0: speaking of which, like yesterday after the show, we had a conversation about getting our picks in quick. Yeah. And then of course, G. Sent his picks in late again today.
5: That wasn't the picks. That was uh. That was, good bet, bad bet. Oh, good bet, bad bet. Yeah. yeah you that's see, true. see, see, you, you, jumped, the, you jumped the last to, second. The last second. We can always
3: count on like about a six forty-five text from McNuggets. Yes. What the bets are. And then about a 9 o'clock text from McNugget saying, gee, I need your picks. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> it happens almost <laughs> every day. We, right. love it, yes. we love you for it, though. We love you for it. All right, um, let's dive in. Yeah. Let's dive in because I think this first topic, I know you didn't leave a lot of time for it, McNuggets, but I think it's going to be good because if, if you guys are all going where I think you're going, I'm going to have to tell you why you're wrong. Okay. Yesterday, Kevin Stefanski announced the captains. And it's the first time he's done so as a head coach. He didn't Seasoned do it captains. his first season. Season well, captains. Well, captains. Yeah. Normally they were game by game. Right. This year, voted by the players, and they are for the entire season. And here they are. And I don't think anybody can pick fault with any of these. These, mm. these are the five that. I no. don't know that I would add
0: Hewlett in there, but just. I'm well, a, they probably wanted a special teams guy. Yeah. yeah. And, and Usually for the it's two offense, two defense, and a special. And teams. he is
3: the most notable special teams player we have, right? I mean, Cade York is a draft pick, but like when you look around the special teams team photo, it's a lot of new faces. Sure. So there they are. I don't think anybody has an issue with that. I think the question here is this. Is this a coincidence that for the first time in Stefanski's career, now that Baker's gone, that he's going with seasoned captains? Never did it in the Baker era.
0: As much as I have fun in in taking shots at Baker and there's Ben Axelrod who works with WKYC interesting the first season the Browns chose to do it uh I, I think I do think it's a coincidence I don't believe this is any kind of indication that he didn't want to do this with Baker I think it's smart I never understood why you would pick I thought it was very Mickey Mouse picking captain different captains every week that that seems silly A lot of to coaches me. do that yeah I don't like I mean, it I mean I think it's you're spreading good. the love for one it's a little high schoolish exactly exactly I think it's important to pick captains now I think you can adjust like uh you know, there's, there's not much of a difference between the Browns and my Little League team, so I'll give you that as an example. I no. picked I picked two captains for my Little League team at the beginning of the season, and then halfway through the season, there were two other kids that really stood out in their leadership, and I added them as additional captains to the right. team. And what
3: were the captain duties at the Little League games?
0: Oh, very serious stuff. I can, this is secretive. <laughs> Make I can't sure the share ice bucket's in. filled. No, not even. <laughs> it was really very. It was really almost nothing. Right. But it was a it way. Was, it
3: was figurehead. It
0: right? was a way of recognizing them being good teammates and good leaders so on the team. You've
3: got no conspiracy here. You just think that Stefanski. I, said, no. Let's do it for a I season.
0: just think he's now he's his third year in the league. I think if you're a smart coach, if you're a smart player, you're always thinking about things you could do better or things. And maybe the right. players said to him hey, coach, this whole switching captains every week is stupid. Let's recognize some of the guys. And I think – I don't really know about Hewlett, but the other four guys are clearly no brainers. smart players, good leaders, guys you would obviously pick would from the outside. Denzel Ward might be on there, maybe. Yeah. But
3: Walker's a great pick.
0: Everybody be- loves Anthony Walker. They love him War in Indy. Leader. They love him here. And
3: guys,
4: guys yeah. will take a hill with him. Jason? I think captain is overrated. Like, I don't think – these it are probably grown, is. These yeah. are grown men. Like, yeah. it's it literally literally okay, although I've never heard
0: of that before. No, I, I, I hadn't either. <laughs> I got to start a trend here. But high,
4: high school, I get it. Even college, I get it. These are grown men, professional adults earning millions of dollars. But I someone's got to go out for the coin toss. Uh, okay, fine. But I do think, Paul, <laughs> I think you touched on – I think it's a coincidence, too, yeah. with Baker. I don't think it has yeah. anything to do with Baker not being here. I think it has more to do with Kevin's in his third year now. Yeah, And yeah. now there's a familiarity with the program. There's a familiarity with the players that he has that he did not have year one do you really want to trust the player vote do you really want to pick guys yourself who you don't really know right so I think it's really just dare I say it the progression of a high functioning franchise that has its head coach in place for three years in a row I'm not ready to call the Browns high functioning yet yeah but this is a clue of a high functioning franchise who now has A head coach who understands the personality he has. We'll take any breadcrumbs we can get. I know. You. It's pitiful. <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> but ultimately, I just think the whole topic is, is a bit overrated on yeah. when it comes to captains in the NFL. G-Bush,
3: how about
5: you? You think it's a, you think it's a coincidence? And I Skip Bay- Baylor's voice? Once again, Adam. <laughs> once again, Jason. You've left too much to me on the bone. <laughs> I thought you were going to pick it, but you didn't, so I'll square everybody away. <laughs> this happened specifically and strategically. Yeah, if you look at it, what has nothing to do with Baker, but it does have to do with a quarterback. You see, when you look at Deshaun Watson, right? Everyone knows he's the best player on your team. Everybody knows that he's going to be gone 11 weeks. Everybody knows what kind of publicity is out there. These captainships were specifically picked for people as a deflection, right? So every time you want to say something bad, you then have to go speak to a captain or talk to a captain. And those people who he picked have shining resumes. Miles Garrett is loved, and he's probably one of the best players in the league. There's no better teammate than Nick Chubb. Anthony Walker, people talk about him as a man of the year candidate all around the league. Yeah. So when you mentioned Cleveland Browns for so many months, it was Deshaun Watson. Why would you do it? Allegations. Now, as a captain, when you mention Cleveland Browns, guess what? You mention and you think, oh, Nick Chubb, because every time you see him run the ball, You see that C. Every time Miles Garrett gets a sack, you see that C. And what it does, it's imagery. Imagery is very powerful, it's subliminal. So now, after 11 games and they come back, you can't just start going in on Deshaun Watson because if the Browns are playing good, you're going to say, look at our four captains and how they played, held the team together. And now he's just one of 53 out there coming to do his job. It was so specific. You came close, you came really close. Mm.
3: You, you were you were going down the path, mm. but he, I, in my view, he did it to avoid having to make a difficult decision in weeks 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. The you
5: should have used, you used your, your, your uh, Stephen, a, Stephen, Stephen A. A. I thought about it. When yeah. you went Skip Bayless, yeah, I thought you, about see,
3: it. See, I'm setting you up. I was getting a little nervous because in 10 years, I never agreed with skip, <laughs> but as you started, I'm like, okay, <laughs> never. He's Not close. once in no, 10 years. Occasionally, I did, but rarely. Um, I think this was done, um, and I don't want to make this grand conspiracy theory of it, but I think when he was thinking about what are we going to do this year, are we going to do it as we did last year? And if if so, how might that play out? Once Deshaun Watson comes back on the field, if he names Deshaun Watson a captain, it's a story. If he doesn't name Deshaun Watson a captain, it's a story. You don't need distractions the last six games of the season. So he circumvented all of that and said, I'm picking captains for the season and now he's off the hook. He doesn't have to name a captain that would automatically be a story because in week 12, when he comes back against the Texans, if he's a captain, we're talking about it. Is this the right look? Yeah. Yeah. If he's not a captain, we're talking about it. What? Don't they trust him? He's finally back.
5: (laughs) (laughs) None of that that will happen this year. That,
0: you know, maybe they were and maybe it's something in between where they were thinking about doing it anyway And somebody said, you know, if we do it it for the season, we don't have to deal with this later in the year. And
3: so I actually, I've been critical of Stefanski over the last season with some of his play calling decisions, his decision to keep Baker out there week after week after week. But when he does something good and gets something right, I want to give him credit. And I think that this is a very smart decision for Kevin Stefanski. He has taken a major storyline that could become a distraction and he's eliminated it from the equation. And there's going to be storylines this year, Yep. both before Watson gets on the field and after. Any that you can eliminate in advance, I think it's a strategic move. I think it's a wise move. Now, McNuggets, you think – I can tell by your tone on our meeting this morning.
0: Yeah, he feels it's something
3: different. You think, oh, now Baker's gone. Let's name a captain for the season.
1: So, go ahead. We'll give you the floor. I just think – I don't believe in coincidences. I think when, those, when these things happen – there's usually some thought process behind it. And I think all you guys make good points. I think, A, it is smart to avoid waiting for Watson to have to make that decision. I right. think Jason and Bull are right, that maybe it's just a maturing coach. But I also think he's not a new coach in the NFL. He's been in the NFL for over a decade. This is not the first time he's seen other teams name season captains and for him to wait until his third year when the guy that he may not have seen eye to eye with is now gone, especially at the most prominent position yeah, but think field.
3: back. Think back before last season. What would be the rub between Stefanski and Baker? Then
1: why not name season th- captains th- last year and make things Because he south- did do it
0: in his first year either. But Mikey, th- things went south between Baker and Stefanski. Uh, and, and that's neither of them have acknowledged that publicly. Jason but, has. Well, Jason... No, well, I'm, yeah, but there, I'm were, saying, there, were,
3: there
1: but were
0: friction points for yeah, sure. Yeah. Right, but I'm saying Baker and, and Stefanski haven't said publicly they have a problem with the other one. No. Even though we know from Jason's reporting that that's the case. There I, was friction I, it's, for it's sure. It's obvious, but I don't think that happened until this last season. Right, so, you know. You would think that Stefanski would
3: have been breaking his back to make Baker a captain Right, going into After last season. I don't he think had they had to be in 2020, right? They made the playoffs. So I don't buy that. They theory. Almost beat Kansas City. They had a great year and Baker stock was here. So I don't know why he wouldn't have just said he's our guy. He's our captain.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. He could have or he had the decision or the option to name season long captains before last season and maybe he felt even with baker's stock and his play was was high he wasn't fully bought in on his leadership abilities and being one of those guys as g bush alluded to who the younger guys go to with issues
0: i think it was fair to question mm-hmm. baker's leadership abilities even going into last year however i don't buy in the end that that was the reason they didn't do it cuz i don't yeah. think stefanski and baker had any problems going into last I, year i think what we they saw was a two year right? trend yeah. i don't
3: know that that makes a trend i mean but yeah. for the first two seasons stefanski decided to do it one way I think we should be looking more at the fact that for his third season, he decided to change it, and yeah. the obvious question is why. And for me, the obvious answer is he doesn't want the Watson storyline distraction at the end yeah. of the season. And too, I,
4: go ahead. I, it's a great point you make, Jay, because I do think that the Browns are trying to run away from as many headlines about this as they can. And right. when he comes back, it's going to be enough of a zoo and a circus. <sighs> Without adding things that aren't necessary to the conversation right. like this. And I'll, the last thing I'll say, I wholeheartedly believe Kevin thinks Baker's a good quarterback in the NFL.
3: Yep. He's
0: reiterated a
4: DeSean's number of times better.
3: that he was prepared to move forward with Baker as the quarterback. Yeah, right. And, and, but, and there as are, you,
0: but you said Deshaun's better. Deshaun's better.
2: Well, yeah, I don't think there's yeah. any
3: argument about that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But your point shouldn't be left on the cutting room floor because, and I don't know if history will finally write the tale as to what happened because sometimes these stories get out and sometimes they don't. Yeah, Someone may write a book 15 years from now where they really focus in on the transition from Baker to Watson. And what we may well learn, just a guess, we may well learn there was one voice in the room that wanted to bring this guy to town no matter what. And I'll look, let you guys figure out who that might have been. It won't be me. I wrote one book and damn near killed me, so I'm out of the,
4: I'm out of the book credit business.
3: And, and, and for, I would, I would like it to be you actually.
5: And you take it with a, you could take this with a grain of salt, but I really think that he didn't value captains before. He thought you know, our coaches have emphasis on stuff. They get in two, three years and they're like, mm, that really didn't matter that much. I think he values it now because look at the people who are now wearing that C. Now, if you want to make the playoffs. Each one of these people want to play, right? Like, if you need a play, Nick Chubb has to give it. If you need a third down stop, Miles Garrett has to get that play. Yeah. yeah. So when they look down and say, "Oh goodness, this gets rough," sometimes that little C just reminds you, "Okay, this is this is where I need to be at and what level I, I got to play at." I right?
0: think it's clearly four players that the other players look up to. They're players that talk to the media most often, have the best. Those guys all have good relationships with the media. It's yeah. not like. Uh, you know, Mike Baker had kind of a shaky relationship with some of the media members. Right. Those guys have all relationships. They talk all the time, and they're good <laughs> representatives of the franchise. Yeah,
3: but to that point, what's funny yeah. to me is yeah. if you just look, what does a captain do? He leads, right? Yeah. He leads. Now, there's a lot of ways to lead. You can lead silently. Traditionally in the NFL, your best leaders, when you start thinking about the greatest leaders of all time, yeah. they're not silent. They're very vocal. No. If you think yeah. of Ray Lewis, you think they're fiery guys. Right. Drew Brees. What's funny to me is, in their two captains, yes, they have the best two players in Chubb and Garrett. Garrett is growing more into that role, and I think he's more comfortable in that skin now. But Chubb, as much as I love everything about everything he does, both on the field and off the field, no one's ever going to mistake this guy for a guy that the team's going to follow to take a hill. Well, he's just, he's just not that personality, I, I, and I'm not yeah. knocking him for that. I, but
0: I don't know. I mean, in the locker room, like he's not a rah-rah guy. Publicly, he doesn't do no. anything crazy. He doesn't say anything crazy. But those guys in that running back room, they really look up to Nick Chubb. I think the whole does. group looks up to him. The yeah. whole team looks up to him and admires him. Jason, I, I would say, Yeah. right? So, like, but if you
3: list the, the I don't think you, 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 you ha- want your leader to have, I hear you. He's but got think-
0: them all except for. I think eventually the, role, the, the quarterback vocal. has to be the leader, by the way. Like, eventually Watson's got to be yeah. the captain and the leader. I agree with that. But I do think, like, I think about back – and uh, we got our guest. Mikey's saying, like, urgently in there.
3: Yeah, no, we, 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 we
1: have Jim, and I just wanted to – Okay. Oh, okay. From, yeah, we're, just, he's going to wrap up this point Last point, point 15
0: in seconds, is I just think back to when, like, Eli Manning became the quarterback of the Giants, and Tiki Barber was the leader of that team, and he was yeah. not that much of a rah-rah guy. Like, I never thought of him at the time – maybe I'm misremembering, but I never thought of him as a rah-rah guy – but they needed Eli Manning to become the leader, but but Tiki was able to hold that mantle for a couple of years till Eli was ready, and and you know it's a little different because yeah. man, Watson's not a rookie, but no, he'll hold the mantle down for now.
3: All right, yeah. Do you need a read before we bring in Zoke, or can we just bring him in?
1: No, I was just gonna say if anyone, the Panthers haven't named their captains yet, so we'll see if well, Baker ends up being one of them. And if anyone knows, it's our next. It guest, is Jim, Jim Zoki
3: for sure. Jim is the uh, the radio voice of the Carolina the Panthers. Jim. He's been on their broadcast team since they became a franchise. Jim, great to see you again. Uh, thanks for joining us. I, that's a great place to start. We're talking about the Browns captains for the first time in Stefanski's era. There is going to be mm-hmm. season-long captains. What are the Panthers going to do, and is Baker likely to be a, one of the captains named?
2: Uh, I think he well could be. They have not announced them. they picked them, apparently, but they've not announced out loud who they're going to be as far as who's going to be the captains for this team. So can't tell you yet, but... Probably today, if not tomorrow, but I was at the practice and the uh, uh, press conferences yesterday. That question was asked, and they've not yet announced it. Jim, let's, let's get into what happened last week.
0: Obviously, there were two things involving Baker. He done, you know, for, I give him credit for most of the offseason. He has not really talked much. He has not said anything that really has embarrassed himself or the team, which he has done in the past but then last week you had the incident um where you know uh cynthia freeland said he said this he yeah. denied it i mean i think it's he probably said it because there's no reason she would make that up but he denied it for whatever reason and then the next day after saying well the media wants me to say these things he endorses a t-shirt about getting off the leash and stuff what did you think about that what did the team think about what happened last week or do they not care
2: I think, well, I think, yeah, first of all, I think the whole thing with the reporter was overblown. It sounded like something she said. And he just kind of agreed with it. I don't think he, he came out the next day and said, I never said that. So those words were not his words. It sounded more like something she said they do know each other from past years of uh, reporting and so forth. So, so I, I don't think it was a big deal, I thought, in that case. And the T-shirts, um, again, is something he said. Uh, he was asked about that yesterday at the press conferences. He said, obviously, it's something that he's got a team that uh, works on that. And he liked the T-shirts, but he said, I don't write them. I don't create them. He's got a team that does that for him. And, and of course, with his approval. Uh, but uh, I think, you know, it's just Bakers. We're starting to see now, the uh, first time in Charlotte, a little Baker personality because you said it before. He's, he's been very uh, close to the vest with every comment, very businesslike. But I think we're starting to get little glimpses of a little bit of Baker personality finally.
0: Do the Panthers have any problem with that at all? Because, like, You know, you know, uh, other like the top quarterbacks are not putting out T-shirts like that. I know he said he didn't write it, but he could have stopped it if he wanted to.
2: I don't think it's a big deal at all. When uh, Ron Rivera was the head coach here, he was known for coming to every Wednesday press conference with a new T-shirt that was made about some members of the team or or something about the team itself. So I don't think it was anything that was so derogatory. Just yeah, I think it's fun, and let's be honest about it. Baker said at one point, "I'm not a robot." This game does means something to him so it, uh, it's there I think we all know it. he's a human being and obviously he wants to have a good game but I think he's also been very businesslike I think his comments have been again very guarded and, and not trying to give any bulletin board material but I'm sure on the inside obviously he wants to play the game of his life as he did in college going up against his former college teams and things like that
5: you know Jim I, I think I get the feeling from the outside looking in that not only does, does Baker feel that way but I think his teammates as well as the fans seem to embrace that it's, it's a fresh, you know, I, I understand how it was here. It was kind of fresh when he's, you know, first started and he was outspoken and he showed some fire. Um, what What is your feeling about people really embracing him? And do you get that same um, feeling? Yeah, I think it, it makes it fun. I mean, they <laughs> want to be a team that wins, but you want to have some personality and be an entertaining team to
2: watch and you know, Sam Darnold didn't really play well the games. He was healthy last year. It's why Baker won the competition, but also Sam doesn't have a big personality, whereas Baker brings you know, brings a little juice to the game. Now, let's be honest, across the landscape of opening games, Cleveland Carolina is not going to grab the nation's attention unless there's something like this going on, which is Baker Mayfield. I actually don't think that's where the game's going to be won or lost. I think it's going to be won and lost by the Browns' running attack, the return of Christian McCaffrey. So I think on the field it's probably going to be important, but it's not going to be the most important thing that happens. I think on a rainy day, the, these offensive lines and these rushing attacks will probably be the dominant game storyline.
3: Jim, you've seen every snap that Christian McCaffrey's been on the field for, um, and the storyline with him is it's too infrequent. When he's when he's on the field, he's an MVP <coughs> caliber uh, talent, and I don't think anybody would dispute that. I think the issue clearly yeah. has been that he hasn't been on the field regularly enough. How does he look right now compared to the Christian McCaffrey that you've seen before, and do you feel he's going to change anything about his old game to make sure that moving forward he is on the field more
2: yeah his first couple of years he was always on the field in the last two years he's been limited to 10 games over two years so uh he went from being an iron man to a guy that uh, has had trouble staying healthy the good news is none of it's surgery he, as he enters this season as he enters this game he is completely healthy so feel safe in your fantasy league drafts to go ahead and take christian mccaffrey he's got <laughs> nothing he's bringing into that but he, uh, you know, he really has tried to take care of himself. He's a workout warrior, but he did things like uh, spending time talking a lot with Marshall Falk, who was a, a running back that played a long time in this league and played really well at a late age, about how to take care of his body and so forth. So I think it's things like being in the training room all the time, not waiting for an injury to happen. You'll be in there ahead of time, you know, getting stretched out, getting treatment all the time, and, and not just being that young gun that's not going to say anything until you're injured so I think he has that you know veteran experience now of how to take care of himself and uh, he's not on a pitch count I'll say that I mean if if they're going to win games he is by far if you line up the 53 players the most important team to their uh, player to this team's success so Christian McCaffrey is is not going to just carry 10 times and catch five passes Uh, he, he might touch it 30 times in this game because that's how they win
6: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.
4: Jim, kind of along those lines, how much do you think the Panthers studied what the Browns have done the last couple of years with Baker? And are there going to be any similarities to how they run the offense? Kevin Sfansky obviously ran a lot of 13 personnel last year, a lot of three tight end looks, very conservative. He had a lot of success with Baker early on in his career by putting him in, giving him simple reads and letting him get into a rhythm and getting into a flow before kind of opening things up. And then last year, teams really sort of took away the edges from him, took the play actions away and the boots away. Has has Carolina spent a lot of time trying to reincorporate that into Baker's game? and, And just how similar do you think the offense could look?
2: I think for them, you know, this is a new offensive coordinator with Ben McAdoo, head coach in this league. So it's going to be Ben McAdoo's offense. And it's a complicated scheme. I'll say and this is the most complicated offense he's had to learn. And he's only had like six weeks to learn it, so it probably hasn't fully evolved, obviously. You can't possibly do that in this short amount of time. But you know, a couple of things about Ben McAdoo is very heavy into the run game. So McCaffrey will be a part of that. you got Deontay Foreman, who backed up Derrick Henry and filled in last year as a bigger back. Chuba Hubbard is a fast guy. So they'll run the ball. Um, and I think they want to take their shots down the field. You know, Robbie Anderson has the speed to take the top off of a defense. And then they've got D.J. Moore, who's one of the great catch and run guys in this league, as far as the yak yards after the catch, as a big physical uh, wide receiver target. So I, I don't think it's going to be a dink and dunk. Uh, but when you got McCaffrey out there, he's a great outlet at any time to take a small play and make it a big play. But I think they're going to want to run the ball. And I think they're going to try to sucker you in and, and take some deep shots. Uh, as the season wears on, especially with with Baker's arm strength. Because, you know, say what you will, you know, Baker isn't uh, always the, the most accurate guy, but he does have, I think, kind of a stronger arm than people give him credit for. I think they look at his stature and not realize you guys see him play, but he still has that arm strength when he's healthy to, to throw some you know, good shots down the field. He's got a great Yeah, arm.
0: his arm strength great is on, fine. I, I agree with that. <laughs> you know, Jim, uh, obviously it's great matchups. You mentioned the wide receivers against the Brown starting corners who were excellent. But I want to talk about an important matchup if the Panthers do try to go downfield, and that's your rookie left tackle going up against Miles Garrett. I don't care if this kid's going to be the next great tackle; it's his first game. He there's going right. to be moments where he gets, and you're playing against you know one of, if not the best pass rusher in the league. How concerned are the Panthers, and how much help you expect them to give to the rookie against Miles Garrett?
2: Yeah, I think Coach Matt Rule has been asked about that every day, and the, and the yeah. answer is they'll help him some, but they can't help him all day long. So he's going to have to win, you know, 75 snaps. He's going to have to win a lot of those one-on-one matchups. And, you know, Jordan Gross played here for a long time. He's probably the best – he is the best left tackle in Panthers history. He has this phrase, and he's one of our broadcast partners. It's called lose slowly. So it's not necessarily he has to win the matchup but lose slowly, <laughs> delay Miles yeah. Garrett, you know, can, can you at least get a quarterback hit, not a quarterback sack and a forced fumble. So, right. you, you know, it's going to be some times where you got to help him out. And, and again, you can scheme and game plan. You can roll the pocket to the other side. Of course, Jadavian Clowney's waiting over there, but you know, Baker is really good as you guys know about it. when you roll him out of the pocket. A lot of times that's where he has his most success. Uh, and it helps him not have balls batted in the pocket and things like that. So again, the run game will help that out. Uh, some play action. There's there's screen passes. There are things you can do. Quick slants. Ball's got to come out quick, uh, and, and that's the best way to beat a pass rush. If you've got a ferocious a ferocious pass rush, get the ball out quickly on some of those pass patterns that are quicker developing, quick hitters.
3: Jim, because you've been there every year, you're the pers- perfect person to ask this question to. How is the fan base on their excitement meter compared to past years for Panthers football?
2: It's up for a couple reasons, as you guys know, with anything COVID two years ago and then kind of working crowds back into it. The team has only won five games each of the last three years, which is one year carryover to Ron Rivera's last season here. So they're excited about just being better. And if you kind of go position by position group with this team and then even look at the coaching staff with some of the things I mentioned there, I mean, they've really upgraded at quarterback, a healthy Christian McCaffrey over an unhealthy Christian McCaffrey. The offensive line has been improved. Secondary, I think you'll see, is one of the better personnel secondaries in the league with the addition of Xavier Woods at uh, safety from Minnesota coming in. Uh, Brian Burns is an all-pro defensive end, so they, they've they added at every position group on this team and to the coaching staff, so they, they, they surely can't uh, win five games again. Game. they got to be better than that, so I think for that reason alone, the, the Panther fan base is excited about improvement and, and hopefully being a playoff contender. There's a, you know, a sneaky pick for uh, some folks out there in the media as a, as a playoff team, and uh, to and not necessarily beat Tampa Bay and win the division, but get in as a wild card and have a chance to have a winning record.
0: Do you think uh, we'll see uh, quite a, or I'm guessing we'll see quite a bit of eight men in the box that, with the Panthers trying to force Jacoby Brissett to beat them? I would assume that's the game plan.
2: What do you think? I would think there's got to be a lot of that. Uh, got, keep it a guy uh, – look at the J.C. Horn. He's our, our second-year cornerback. He also got hurt in week three last year out of South Carolina first-round pick. He's a big press corner that can play in the box. He can play as a slot corner there, but that helps them in that game that they don't have to go linebackers. They can go two linebackers and bring in safety Jeremy Chin, who's, who's a big tackler in the box. So we got Jeremy Chin's 100 tackle guy last year. Xavier Woods for the Vikings was a 100 tackle guy last year. So they've got secondary guys that can play up in that box and play in the run defense side of that. So I would say, yeah, try to take away the run game as best you can. If you're going to pick your poison, have Jacoby Brissett try to throw over you.
3: Play-by-play, man, for the Carolina Panthers, Jim Zoki. Jim, have a great call on Thanks, Sunday. Jim. Enjoy the game. Thanks. I think it's going to be very entertaining. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll talk to you down the road.
0: And there you go. There Jim froze, froze up right at the end. He froze at time. the absolute worst every time. He <laughs> <and> had <laughs> to <freeze>. the absolute <laughs> right. best yeah, time.
3: Yeah, right. One right. or the other. Yeah. The great Jim Zoki. There, right, there, there he is. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, I think if you're the Carolina fan base, we've been there where you've had three straight seasons where – you have just been in the tank and your season's over by early mm. November
0: or 10 straight seasons.
3: But it never kept the Browns from having great enthusiasm never. to begin the next year. Never. It I mean they will fill first energy week 1 matter? with off the chart enthusiasm no matter what. I don't know if the Panthers are going to be able to have that same level that, that the Browns fans have brought just because the passion and the longevity of our uh, franchise certainly yeah. is is uh, increased right. a lot more than uh, than the Panthers but I do think it's going to be a hostile crowd, and I I know I I, I mentioned this, and I had some buddies that were watching that said I'm nuts, and I know you guys kind of looked at me like I was crazy, but Mm -hmm. I, I think if you win the toss, you take the football first. I
0: just—I I don't think, know why you'd be nuts. I mean, I, I had a lot of people saying, you never take the football. You, you know, you get it
3: in the second half. Nonsense. You know, I, Belichick started that. Now everybody does it. But back in the day, everybody, when you won the toss, you took the football. I think it it's was overrated.
0: I, I think, like, whatever you do, who cares? In I know, the but end, it doesn't w- matter. When
3: I, always, when I look at the worst-case scenario, right. aside from Carolina taking the opening kickoff for a touchdown, yeah, the next worst-case scenario for me, and because you're on the road, you don't want that home crowd to be stoked. They're already ready to go. Yeah. I think if you if you give it to Carolina and they have that sustained 12-play, 80-yard drive, which Baker, I have to say, Baker has looked historically pretty damn good on that first drive.
0: And then, yeah. He's and after that, you're like, where, come on, where,
3: where scripted, that go? that's all scripted, right? Right. So, yeah. I just think that you run the risk. Now, if, if Carolina gets the ball and you have a three and out and you sack Baker on third down, right that's great for the browns but i just don't want to see a
0: seven nothing i score got no before problem with them taking the Jacoby ball first, but the ball. i just i i never get caught up whatever
1: they want to
3: do bro. yeah whatever yeah,
0: they, they feel, feel whatever like whatever it's bro. fence riding time. all right mike no fence
3: riding no fence
1: riding yes if you ride the fence, you lose in this Let's game go. we have a six pack of questions for y'all today i love Only this one unanimous answer and these are what we determine in the production booth the six most important questions that will play into the outcome of the browns panthers game so without further ado Let's run back our week one edition of No Fence Riders. Mm. Question number one. Will Amari Cooper have more receiving yards than <laughs> DJ Moore on Sunday? And the answers. Bull says yes. Oh, wow. The other three say no. Wow. Bull, you want to defend a, yourself first?
0: I don't need to defend myself. These guys are embarrassing themselves with their no, so they should defend themselves. Like We'll find out Monday. I mean... Amari Sunday. Cooper, who's Amari Cooper going up against? The kid who's played two games in the NFL and got hurt? It's not who he's going up against. It's, it's still who need to throw get throwing the, the ball. <laughs> so what? Neither guy's being thrown to by a particularly great quarterback. I don't care. <laughs> but you, mean, you, you've acknowledged that Baker has I know the that, but it's this. irrelevant. I care more about who's covering. What? What? DJ what? Moore, what? DJ Moore's going to get off against what, Denzel what, Ward? What? A healthy Denzel mm-hmm. Ward? No. No. What have you seen from Amari Cooper what? Zero. ever? <laughs> well, in, in this uniform. I don't need to see it in uniform. I've seen him in his career. He's a better player than DJ Moore, and he's got a worse cornerback on him. That and to me he had is a, a win. Better quarterback win. I know, but I got two things going in my favor. Okay. The the uh, DJ Moore has one thing. He has a better quarterback, but Amari Cooper's a better player and has a much easier matchup than than uh,
5: DJ Moore's got to deal with. Denzel Ward, one of the best corners in the league, and it's raining. So it's gonna what? R- it's going to rain. Well, raining
0: affects both teams. That uh, is okay. I mean.
5: And they're probably going to run the ball.
3: I think the Browns are going to be more run heavy than Carolina. That's yeah. ultimately, okay. I think Carolina has the better quarterback. I think we're going to run it more.
4: That's Caroline why I that's to why run I too. They run Jay, to win. What was your rationale? I, this was the hardest one for me because I originally was with you. Yeah. And then I, I flipped uh, for, for kind of what you said. I think they're going to be run heavy. I think Najoku is going to be involved. I think it's closer between Amari Cooper and DJ more than you're making out to me. I think Cooper is descending and more is ascending in terms of yeah. talent. I, I don't believe he's careers.
0: descending. I think he just had a down year. I don't believe it's a trend. Uh, I think he's I don't, I'm time. not saying it's that big a difference between the two. It is a big difference between who's guarding them, though.
3: You know, I think one of the things we're going to learn about Amari yeah. Cooper's mental fortitude is he, he's taken some shots. He's taken some, some hits from the media. And a lot of people have said what you just said about him. He's on the wrong side. Yeah. yeah. And if I want a player that when he hears that, he's hellbent on proving
5: everybody wrong. Sure. So let's see. All right. Like, I, I, let, can we keep track of I just can't. I can't. I can't go in with a clear conscience being like, I have not seen Jacoby Brissett throw a pass to you. You came off a down year. It's raining outside. You're on the road. But they're both. It's raining for both teams. How the I, rain I, have to do I, 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 The Panthers are looking that, to run too. Jim just a, told you they want to run the a, ball. If that's a ten percent, and you got a backup quarterback throwing you the ball, that was key for
0: me. Yeah, I don't
3: know. That, that was. Key but for you for guys
5: me. have disregarded the coverage by the corners. No,
1: I, no.
3: I, I, I took that into account. All right, I took that all into all account. Right. Here's yeah. the other thing. I think. I think one thing that works in your favor is, I believe the Browns have two viable targets. I do. I think yeah, Joku and Cooper are going to be widely targeted throughout this so game. So, who are
0: the Panthers viable? Well,
3: players? the Panthers, I think, I know that you, you don't look at Anderson as a, a viable okay, so, receiver. No, I, I do. I, I, I do. He's I do. a decent receiver. And, and Christian McCaffrey is going to Well, catch but if you're going to count Christian the McCaffrey, backfield. then I'll count Kareem Hunt. No, I'm actually saying it works in your favor. That works in your favor. Yeah. I think the Browns, because they have two targets. Two, two real viable targets yeah I think you're just going to see run 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 past the Njoku run 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 past the Njoku
0: yeah I, I don't know that the Panthers have any more viable targets I don't agree with that because you mentioned McCaffrey as their third viable target I'll say Kareem Hunt He'll, I, he will be in their top three of pass catchers right Sunday who Kareem Hunt McCaffrey yeah and so will Kareem Hunt I hope potentially I hope yeah, and, and also, I mean, if we're going to count, like, and then beyond that, like, if we're going to count any of the other Panthers receivers, like Rashard Higgins, well, Donovan Peoples-Jones, I could count him, too. So, I think both teams have equal amount of contributors.
1: Okay. What's number two? We ready for question number two. This involves the running yep. backs.
0: All
3: right. Will
1: Nick Chubb have more total yards than Christian McCaffrey on Sunday? It was not unanimous. Let's mm. see the results. G. Bush the lone Nick Chubb stand here. Do yeah. you, you want to start?
5: I, I just think he gets if, if they want to win and I think the, I'm, I'm picking the Browns to win. I think Nick Chubb has to have like one fifty and two touchdowns. Yeah, but he could have one fi- He's not going to get many if any receiving yards.
0: That's why I picked him that's, because yeah, he could have 150 I, rushing, yeah, and right. McCaffrey might have 170 total. I think Chubb will have more rushing yards yeah. than McCaffrey. Yes, it was just rushing yards I bet on yes, Chubb. Yeah, but
3: total yards, Chubb right. McCaffrey a could have 80 receiving yards. Yes, he probably
5: will. So, do you think about this? I, if, if, if McCaffrey has four catches for 50 yards, right? Yeah. That'd be he, a slow day for him. Four, four for 50. That's decent. It's 11, what 11 a, a pop? Plus, he got about 80. That's still 130. Right. So, you're saying Chubb's going to go for more than 130. Oh, he has to. That would be a good sign for
3: the Browns he has if to, he does. They go, if, they, if, they, if they don't go
5: for that, If not you're win. right and about I, that on one, that. if
0: you're right about that, that Nick Chubb has more rushing more total yards than McCaffrey, Browns are going to win. Browns win oh, the oh, game. There, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Listen,
3: there's, I think that is the key yeah. to this football game.
0: I got, the Browns could still win if McCaffrey has more total yards than, than Nick Chubb. I can't see the Panthers winning if Chubb has more total yards than McCaffrey. I can't either,
3: because he's their guy. Yes. I mean, he is their workhorse, and yeah. you heard Jim. He's healthy, right. and he spent a lot of time this offseason talking to guys like Marshall Falk on how to keep your body in shape. Mm-hmm. Because all of the injuries, fortunately for him, he wasn't tearing ACLs. Right, he didn't right, have right. major injuries. It's just but, a
0: lot of nagging injuries in the last couple of years. Yeah.
3: So –
5: all right, I, 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 I think that's really the thrust of number two, right? Yeah, I, unless anybody else, it's the only way. It's the only way that I see that the Browns have a path to winning. But this, is, and so I said, see, it...
0: I think they can win. Even I don't think Nick. I mean, you want Nick Chubb can't have a bad game, right? If Nick Chubb has you know, 14 carries for 36 yards. Yeah, it's going to be a long day. Please don't even But say I don't that. think he has to have more I, total yards than McCaffrey. I just got a pit in my stomach yeah, yeah, you that's said not those numbers. Or, or,
5: or I better hear Kareem Hunt got about 97, 98 yards, and he got 14 carries or something like that. Yeah. But, yeah, that's, that's where I came off on that. Okay. What's, what's number three? Let's
1: go to number three and hit the receivers again. This one, a little bit of a fun question, but will Anthony Schwartz have more catches than drops? <laughs> I think this is going to be Panthers. unanimous. Nope. This was the unanimous. Oh, I thought wow. so. Yeah. I thought so.
0: I thought you guys were all going
3: to be on the other side of that one. No, I all figured right. that we all <laughs> were going to say yes. You know why? We all want him to have more catches than drops.
0: And just because and so damn well better. I just feel like it's, the drops have been so overblown. We've made such a big deal about it. And I don't know. I think I, I'm just going to have a hunch he's going to be really focused. I don't think he's going to have a lot of either. Even if he has a drop.
5: He, yeah. He's, He's going to get a
0: catch. He only needs two or three catches.
5: Yeah, right. right. That's, that's, and that's why
3: I said this was easy. But for here me. is. Yeah. It was the easiest one for me. Yeah, I agree. Let me
1: present evidence B to the equation. Look at the graphic on the screen. This was the last preseason game against Chicago. Three drops, one reception on six targets. Yeah, so, yeah
4: it's preseason. Yeah, I mean it, it. It could. And by
3: the
1: way, he's been hearing that every day for the last two weeks. So do you think that makes it easier for him, or now is he going to be in his head even? We're going to find like, out. Like free throw shooting.
3: Just like we're going to find out, you know, what kind of uh, person and competitor Amari Cooper is. Yeah. We're going to find out if Anthony Schwartz has NFL metal. If he's a- mentally a- tough. Because he's been hearing it for two weeks. If he goes out there and self-fulfill prophecies, dropping footballs all over the place. You got to think about releasing him because right. I don't care if he's your draft pick or not. This, The idea that all 24 of Andrew Barry's draft picks are on the roster, I think that's a, a bad thing. I think that's a bad thing because at some point you make mistakes. We know where they are. We've seen them. And if you're not willing to admit your mistakes and try to correct
4: them... It makes it worse. I tend to agree with you, but it's, he hasn't been here that long. Like, no, I know. i think of a draft pick. I, Schwartz would,
0: might be the best, but is there Schwartz, another? For me,
4: Schwartz is the best example. Because I can't think of another guy that's like. But I just he don't see giving
0: anymore. up on a guy after one year.
4: I agree. I, I just it's that's one year. That's why I said I wouldn't. I wouldn't cut him. It's he, not time. He's yeah.
5: going gonna to drop two passes this game. I'm gonna tell you that. So, so you got you him think? three catches. He'll two catch, passes. So catch two drops. Because screens count. Bubble screens all that count. You know what might determine it?
3: What might determine it is what he does on the first target. Because if he drops sure. the first target, he's Jacoby out. Percet might be like, okay. Dude, we just heard no. Tim Couch
5: talk about that when yeah, he was absolutely. On before. Yeah, about, yeah it, sometimes quarterbacks wants to going back to him. Yeah, he's going to get one. One in the but, first and one in the second. But, I mean, right there, <laughs> how many targets is he really going to have? I don't
4: think he's going to have that many Five, targets. Six, Five, six, maybe. maybe? One I'd quarter. be surprised if it was even that many.
3: You know, one thing that you would want to do if you're trying to soften the defense, like they're going to run the play. ball. We know that. So, you're going to want to stretch the field at some point, yeah. And he's the guy you stretch the field with. Yeah.
4: That's so, why I giggled when Jim was talking about they got, they're going to tear the top off with Baker and they want to take shots down the field. I'm like, yeah, well, we heard that before. Yeah, right. we, we heard that, heard that, that last year. That's they couldn't true. do it. Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, wow, we're flying through this, we're well, going- this. The next two, I think, are going to lead to the biggest and most heated discussions All right. here.
3: I think Let, the third one will, too, to be honest. Well, that was the third one. Um, we've got four, five, and six. That I think the third so, of the remaining So the three. third of the remaining. The, third of the, the, yeah. the
1: last three were the big three. So yeah, I agree with you. All right, yeah. Let, let's hit this one, Mike. Let's take it. Will Miles Garrett record more sacks than the Browns score offensive touchdowns versus Carolina? We all talked about the points. Everyone said about Wow. The were, I thought
0: I was, was going to be alone.
1: Jay. Wow. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm shocked at this. I thought
3: for sure someone was going to join me. Yeah. Um, this was hard. It was, it was, was hard. a hard one. And I it was, was originally, I was a yes. I, yeah, but, I had to
0: it, get I, off the I, fence because I was originally like 2 2. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The and then I was too. like, I got to pick, I got to break the, the hardest tie. This was one for yeah. me.
3: Um, <sighs> and what I ultimately decided was that I think both are going to be high numbers. I think the Browns are going to score three touchdowns. I think, oh, wow. I think, I think Miles is going to get two and a half sacks. Uh, I think good. he's going to be in on a third. Yeah. And. You know, so often when, and I think you said this earlier this week, and it's very true, when the media is always saying the same thing and everybody's saying, well, you can guarantee this is going to happen, this is the NFL. Mm-hmm. and It never goes way. It away. never goes that way. <laughs> and what everybody has been saying universally from ESPN to the NFL Network to the local media to the Carolina media, man, this tackle's in for a long day. Mm-hmm. He's in for a long day. What usually ends up happening is they're either going to give him more help than they're planning on giving him, so he doesn't – because they don't want to humiliate this kid in his first game. Right. And I know that Jim said that, you know, Matt said, well, yeah, we're going we're gonna to give him help, but we can't help him a lot. <laughs> right. They're going to help him all they need to help him because it's very important for his development that he doesn't go out there and get boat raised for eight sacks. Right. So I, I think Miles is going to have a great day. But I do think that the Browns are going to score three touchdowns.
5: I don't know why I feel this way. Um, I I, I just get a feeling like he might. He really might be knocking on the sack record this year. It sets up that way, right? I look at it this game. I look at the the games where he's playing the Jets. Then you got the, the Falcons. If he can come out in this game and give you three and a half, four sacks, he's already off off to a, a, you know, he might have a record breaking season and it sets up that way because Baker will hold the ball. Baker will roll into sacks. Baker kind of does not have the, the the vantage point of being tall enough to stay in the pocket and deliver because he gets a lot of balls back down. I think he could potentially have four sacks in this game and they won't all be just because he's destroying the left tackle. right? It'll be because pocket awareness pocket presence in running it because I saw it on my Baker just step up bro. You got the lane throw the ball. I think miles Garrett's gonna have a monster year. I, I really do. I just think he's silently no, confident right. about
4: that too. I think it's I, I think you're high on three touch on, on three touchdowns. I think you do? I think it's you're thrilled if you get two. yeah, if they get to yeah. 20. Two touchdowns so, and two field goals. Man, that's why I got him at. That's why I'm, I think you, you hope that that's enough. I got to him at the 21,
3: game. but three, three touchdowns. Three
4: touchdowns. Oh, so if you count, factor in two touchdowns, the rookie tackle, like we were saying. And the fact, this is week one. <laughs> he's healthy, he's rested. He's not beaten up. This isn't week 12, week 13, where you have the wear and tear of the season. Sure. I think he, and I was, I meant to look this up, but I think historically he has big games in week one, mm-hmm. probably because of his what first snap
3: said. as a, as a pro, he got a slap.
4: Yeah. So I, I think just the fact that his legs are fresh, he's feeling good. He's not beaten down. I would take two and a half to two, three to two. I think it's going to be close in terms of numbers. Yeah, I don't think they're going to score very many offensive touchdowns, so it's not going to take very many sacks to
0: Miles. Yeah, Um, I got Miles Garrett with three sacks, and the Browns with two offensive touchdowns. I have them winning the game 23 to 17, uh, two touchdowns and three field goals in this game. I do think a lot of times when everybody thinks it's going one way, it will go the other. Uh, I talked about yesterday, the public is all over the Panthers in this game. That's why the line, I think, is off. I think it should be a pick or maybe even the Browns a slight favorite. I think it's way off, and that's why the sharp money is on the Browns in this game. Same thing in Seattle-Denver. I think the Browns are going to throw more than you guys and most people expect because I think nobody expects them to. I think they'll throw a little more than we expect. But that's
3: not who they are.
0: They have the great tendency. I'm not saying they're going to throw it 60% of the time. I'm just saying they're going to throw it Tennessee. a little more than yeah. we would guess going in. Yeah. I agree with that. I that, think they're gonna, right. i try got the to show you. You've right. got to throw the ball if you're going to win they the want, NFL. They want teams thinking about their passing game so they can dominate on the run. And I think in this first game where they know they're playing a team that's not a great offensive team. I think they're going to try to do it that way. But the one thing that I think everybody thinks that's going to happen is I think this left tackle is going to get his ass kicked. <laughs> and because, my, as you said, fresh start of the season. My, you talked about Miles Garrett, first games. He, we, he, I think he's going to kill this guy. And as G said, Baker walks himself into sacks. He holds the ball too long sometimes. And that could be a problem.
3: You know, the danger of predicting that a record is going to be broken before the season starts. It's God, crazy. It, it happens a lot. I'm sure there's other examples that you guys could give. The two that jump out to me was, I remember when Randy Moss went to New England. Everybody said, well, that's a wrap. Yeah. And he did.
5: And he did. <laughs> and he, that was and, crazy. And
3: another time that I can think of it actually coming to fruition was when Barry Bonds, when it was obvious that Barry Bonds was no longer human, guys were predicting, well, McGuire's record is definitely going down because I don't care if they walk him a hundred times and they right. did 200 times. Yeah. Bonds is going to break the record and he did. Yeah. But a lot of times guys go, you know, you'll hear media members say, oh, you know, he looks great. He's going to break the record. That's a, it's a record for a reason. What is the sack record? 20 what? 23 and a half. I don't know what it and no,
1: and a half. I'll get you one sec. That was 20. so well,
3: cheesy. Straight
0: hand a, Illegitimate record. Yeah,
3: it was an illegitimate record. B- Brett I mean, Farr gave him there. that.
5: Favre fell it down. So 22 out. and a half for the record. 22, 22 and a half.
1: And a half. Uh, there's games. But you know, that the,
5: there's 17 games now. Right. So, it's right. 17 games. He had 16 last year. Most of the half of the last year he was injured. And I look at it the fact that he's he hasn't really done anything in training camp. He's, he ain't played in but nothing. Again, Miles Garrett's issue has been he's not,
0: he's never full, most years he's not fully staying healthy for the full year. Yeah. He has some right. nagging things. He's got to be consistent all season. I, he, instead of just great for some, you know, some of the, season. This,
5: if he's going to get defensive player of the year, this is the year. This, this is it. This he's got to set, dominate all up. year. It sets up for him, especially yeah. the first four opponents.
3: Well, Donald, D- Donald's still there.
5: Yeah. TJ's still there. Yeah. I mean, there is stiff competition for the, that, th- that. There award. is.
3: I, you know what I think, I, I think helps him is that this ward means something to, to miles. Oh yeah. He yeah. talks about it. Yeah. yeah. A lot of guys don't want to talk about personal
0: accolades or, he likes or, to, or He'll tell you. Yeah, I want yeah. the
3: I want
1: the record. Yeah, and I, I kind of like that.
0: Yeah, I got no problem with it. It, it motivates. He, he uses it to motivate
3: himself. Sure. I think.
1: I want to bring something to everyone's attention. Let's yeah. take tagboard full real quick, Mike. Is there a first four quarterbacks with more sackable faces than the four quarterbacks the Browns will face <laughs> in <laughs> weeks one through four? I mean Baker Mayfield, Joe Flacco, Mitch Trubisky, and Marcus Mario. There's not I, a four I more. sackable I cannot believe
0: bunch than those four. that's pretty. That Joe good. Flacco is playing. They are. I can't. They, that's a group of of uh, kind of punchable faces. I mean, very th- sackable. I yeah, mean, these are. Baker Mayfield's got the most punchable face. I yeah. mean, I'm not doing it because I'm too old. But these, yeah, these, they, you can. I can see ten sacks right here. Mitch ten. Trubisky in that picture looks like uh, my man Hayden Grove. Do You guys know Hayden Grove? Yes, yeah. I do. Yeah, exactly I don't like think.
3: I. It's funny. I don't view Trubisky as a retread. I. I don't. I look at Trubisky as a guy. Who was a victim of a horrible offense around him in Chicago, who had some great moments and a great season, and then made the weird choice to go to Buffalo for a year, where he knew he wasn't going to touch the field unless Josh got hurt. But I'm telling but nobody you,
0: else wanted him. At I that point. know
3: that you're dismissing Pittsburgh. I, I One I of am. the storylines that I think will be prevalent by Week Six is the fact that Mitch Trubisky has the Pittsburgh Steelers. In a spot where not many people thought they would be. Because that could, defense is great. And I'm telling you. I don't buy you, that it's
0: great. I think it's overrated, again. I mean, no, it's, we're, I we're, it's just, we're all used to saying Pittsburgh's defense is great. I don't see where it's great. Well, I up think front, de- it's great. I think they got a really good defensive line. I don't think the rest of their defense is – I mean, who, who's good? we we'll see. There are linebackers in their DBs. Who's I so did,
3: good? I, I think Trubisky's going to shock everybody. I we, think we'll the, revisit it in week I six. I think in, in their back seven, is.
0: the only special player they have is Minka Fitzpatrick. I don't think yeah. there's anybody yeah, else. he is special. very special. We'll revisit it in week three. Yeah, I yeah, know yeah, we
3: will. And <laughs> I don't Whether know, we want I mean, to
0: or not. if we're not going to call Trubisky a retread, then we can't call
5: Mariota a retread either. No, Mariota
3: mean, Mariota's with his second team. Or with
5: multiple teams. Well, he went to the Raiders and sat – yeah, he didn't, didn't really – you
4: didn't see
3: him. He, he
5: did the same sturdy. thing as Trubisky. Yeah, yeah but exactly. this is only
4: Trubisky's second team. You know, if – No, you, it's just Oh, you're yeah. right. You're right. Same if thing. If you
3: look at um, Mariota's Mariotta stats – Mariota had his moments just his, like his Trubisky had his moments. His stats are almost identical to Baker's. Like, he, they're the same guy.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I mean Trubisky – didn't do anything in Chicago. The one I don't know how he made that Pro Bowl that one year. He wasn't that – if you look at his numbers. He had good numbers. No, he had good
3: numbers. Well, weren't, he had like he 22 did. touchdowns in 12 picks. Picks. I know, but look though. at what they did. That Chicago
0: he, team, he wasn't well, they won the ball games, over the yard. they won but it wasn't really because of him. Mm-hmm. I, He – you know, he's good with his legs, but he completed – he didn't have a great completion percentage. He didn't throw a ton of touchdowns. He threw double-digit picks. I he's
3: mean, one of the players I'm most fascinated to see how he does yeah. in a new environment. I, I'm really – and I'm, so, I, I'm not sold on the fact that, it, that he's – going to be the, this washout guy that people remember if, from his last if, if, year in if, Chicago.
5: If the Browns ever want to be good, we, we can't be sitting back waiting for Big Ben to retire. You waited on Ben, he yeah. retired, then you get a new retread. Nobody's scared you know? of Mitch Trubis. No, they got to go now. get that. Okay. They okay. got to get that.
1: Yeah,
3: Put that on the week three, the docket, it. to lead the show. If he's still starting then.
1: We have two wow, questions left. you think will be benched left. by then? I mean, it could
3: be. We are wildly in different corners on co- Mitch If he Trubisky. plays crappy the first two games, he could be. I don't know that they're ready to throw Pickett in there as a as We'll a talk about Trubisky
1: rookie. and Pickett in yeah. week three, but we got okay. two yeah, more questions a lot. Okay. to address in this week's matchup with the Carolina Panthers. Let's take the next one here. Question number five. Will Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt both be in the backfield <laughs> for at least <laughs> two plays on Sunday? This was not unanimous. <laughs> the only one who trusts Stefanski.
0: Bull, you hopeful soul. Oh, I one? don't trust Stefanski at all. I'm just saying he better freaking do it or I'm destroying him on Monday. Well, if the Browns lose and this doesn't happen, Kevin Stefanski's getting an earful from me. I'll tell you that. He probably won't listen, but he'll, you're going to listen Well, lie, you're everybody else him. will have to listen. You know,
3: what, the tricky <laughs> thing for me was in the backfield. Yeah. I think Oh, we, I, I didn't think, take note of that in yeah. specific. I did. I, I, thought, I thought you were being tricky with your words. No, I
1: was just trying to get a two-back set. Like yeah, like, I,
3: I, if it had been worded, will they be on the field for more than two that's plays together? That's how I took it. I would did have you, said, okay. yes, they will be on the field for more than two plays I don't, together. I don't even but think they're not going to both be lined up behind the quarterback. Okay, I don't think we they both be on the field to happen. plays at the
4: same,
0: not happen.
5: Plays the
3: same not G. Bush happen. is
1: saying, not going to happen. Not going to no, happen. No, he probably is We have no
0: evidence. Like, he hadn't right. done it yet. There is no evidence. I am trying to be proactively positive and say, Kevin Stefanski's got to freaking wisen up and be smart. This wise wise up and be smart this year and be more creative. So I'm hoping he does it even though you're right. He probably won't.
3: I almost get a sense with Kevin on this issue. Yeah, that he's almost just defying yeah, everybody. Because we all want it to happen because everybody's screaming for it. If he yeah. does it. Then he looks like he's a puppet to the fans. Right. and if and it the works, media. then
0: we're like, well, why did you do it before? Exactly. So
3: <laughs> that's not a reason not to do it. You but know, it Marty feels Schottenheimer was was notoriously stubborn like that, and it cost him his job here. And I always hated that because Marty was a great head coach, and Art gave him the ultimatum:
5: you get an offensive coordinator in here, or you're done. Yeah. And Marty walked. You can't live life on an island. You can't. You just. I don't care who you are. If you don't listen, even if you were the king back then, you listen to the hand of the king, right? You hire good people around you that tell you the truth. You watch all the Game of Thrones. Yeah, of course, you I watch do. the dragon. The, bad, of course. Oh, listen, God. I haven't watched this weekend's episode. You though, gotta go get it. Game of, yeah, listen, Game of yeah. Thrones, the House of Dragons, oh my gosh, great, go watch it. Mm. By the way, <laughs> uh, if, if Kevin Stefanski, had dragons, he wouldn't use them. He, <laughs> he like, because no, no. Would be telling him yeah, he yeah, you, them. you have five dragons in the pit. What are you doing? You could burn them up. You could burn King's Landing. No, just in foot soldiers. I and must, be, I, I must <laughs> be watching a different
4: game than everybody else because I see a head coach who's actually fairly creative. And making runs look like passes, and passes look like runs, and doing a great job of getting guys open. That. He didn't have a quarterback who could get the ball to the guy who was open. That's true. So but it he wasn't the play stopped. calling. It wasn't. It was never the play calling. I, There's I dudes open all over the field. I, yeah, I, I agree but well, with I that. get him the ball. There were Jason,
0: times it was the play. Calling. I don't disagree with you, and I think play. I'm, we're not really talking about play calling. This is more play design. But
4: I'm saying if what he's doing is working, he didn't have the guy who could get the ball where it was supposed to go. I agree with so that. But it I doesn't matter if Kareem and Nick or I would like to see it too. Yeah, but, I think, the, but like that's his why I'm saying, I think it's working if you've got a guy who right. can actually get the ball to the friggin' guy who well, still open. doesn't have the guy right now. Well you now. make it sound no. like his
3: completion percentage was 40%.
4: He was getting the ball to the to the right spot plenty of times. There was guy there were plays where guys were open down the field and Baker's checking down. There's plays over where every quarterback does yeah, that. I know.
3: And and not every quarterback is completing every throw. But, but we're making when you it, look at the percentage of Baker's completion, his completion percentage. See, everybody says it's bad. What's a great completion percentage for a quarterback? anymore? It's around seventy percent. Okay, what was Baker's?
0: Like sixty-two.
3: Okay, so in the grand scheme of things, yeah. there's a lot. It's like of a batting average. Like people will say, well, you know, two eighty and two sixty. What a difference!
4: Hey, it really isn't. No, but in the that's NFL, a
5: there's it's, a lot it's of eight quarterbacks. Eight
0: four throws per one hundred. That's a big deal. Hey, that's four completions per game. It basically, is, but it's you not. You guys like want the numbers? He's
1: forty-eight percent. give us the numbers. Right Joe Burrow, of all quarterbacks who qualified, Damn. Joe Burrow led the league last year with a 70.4%. Yeah,
3: I, I figured he was at 70. Oh. That's not, but, oh. but that's the bar. He was oh. the only quarterback
1: that's with a QB completion percentage Over of 70%. S- yes. Of starting quarterbacks, Baker Mayfield ranked 26th at 60.5%. Okay, out now out what many? was the
3: average? That's what we want. Because they're going to be the bar. Uh,
1: give me a sec to do the math.
0: I mean,
3: he's but... been no. His... You can find that there's... in his
0: career. He's been one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. Completion percentage. He's worst. not good. He's no, not, he... but again, with,
3: when you're with talking that twenty-six,
4: number...
0: there's twenty-five dudes better than you. Right,
3: but you're talking about like if the difference between twenty-sixth and first is ten percentage points. I'll give you. I'll give you this. You'd
1: love it to be seventy, but it's not like it's forty-eight. Well, it's the... not like but there's nobody 48 huge gap. I got you, the average completion percentage for starting quarterbacks in 2021 was 65.6.
5: Okay, so that's... I, that, but, but, know, but it's... The, it's pretty it's, well below it's
3: that. 65% but, to 60%. But, 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 it's no, not no, like but, but it's you, 20%. But, but you points. have
5: to look at the ones he's missing. If you are setting something up as offensive coordinator and you get a shot play and it's open and you don't hit it, you've worked two quarters missing to hit that. Missing four passes right? per game. That Whoa. kills you. So, G. Bush, to that point...
3: Yeah. Every quarterback in the league is doing that three out of ten plays. Every, the best quarterback in the league right, is still missing his guy three out of no, ten times. No, that's not true.
0: It's at least incomplete. He didn't
3: complete well, the you're pass. Not, you're, Jay, so there are the drops bo- that factor in. The bottom line
0: that. is Baker is one of the worst quarterbacks in the league in terms of completion percentage.
3: That's, that's a, a, fact. a fact. That's yeah. a fact. What yeah. I'm telling you is yeah. to characterize it as he can't get his guys the ball. That, that's not true. Well, uh, that's comparatively that, to the, the comparatively, other quarterbacks, yeah, the league. Yeah. If the difference again between the bar and Baker is ten percentage
4: points, it. But when games are decided by, by three, three
5: points per, and or, less than two, two points,
3: in it's a huge and you're gap. Right. It's a you're right. You're right. But it, to, it's when you put it that way, you make it sound like he's completely incompetent, and that is well, why the offense was. has no, 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 stalled.
5: No, 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 no. All along, no, no, I don't. I don't. And that's—it's never that. Way. I don't think he's completely incompetent. What I would like to see—I don't like some of the play designs or the I can agree formations, with formations, right? And I'll just say when you go look at other teams, right? If you're—I—I I like McVay's playbook better. I like Andy Reid better. I like Shanahan better. I like—I—I uh, I actually like him for a running team. I even like the Tennessee Titans' play, game play playbook better. And what I'm saying is when I watch other teams. There are people wide open when the Cleveland Browns play. You tell me one person. That's why they got to work for everything. They got to work for slants, which is why maybe he's hitting. They're not guys
4: running wide open. There ain't nobody running open. When I watch Green Bay, when I watch
3: Tampa Bay, when I watch any Josh McDaniels, when I see these offenses, how I'm watching the all teams with great playing, quarterbacks. Yeah, but I, when I watch them play, I said, they're playing a different sport. It's a different, How are these it's guys? We yeah. never have guys, guys that wide open. weren't wide open
0: in New England last year when Mac Jones was no, the quarterback. No,
3: they weren't, but Mac
1: Jones was a pretty good quarterback. Hey, this leads us right to yeah. our last question. So all let's right. do our last oh, question yeah. and it continues this conversation. Yeah, Mike, let's punch it up. This is going to be the most contentious of all of them.
6: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Will Baker Mayfield
1: throw more interceptions than Jacoby Brissett throws touchdowns on Sunday? And the answers... A real two-way split. Oh, the wrestling team! Wow, that's great. The, the, the nasty boys.
0: <laughs> I don't think Jacoby Brissett's going to have a touchdown pass because I think they're going to have two rushing touchdowns, and so all he needs one pick from Baker, which is uh, that's a slam dunk. That's easy
5: money. Well, or yeah. was a push me? There's a push me no. Well yeah, push is no. Yeah, I got to push, push is no push. This it is the no same willy- willy- No no no. Willy- if it's
4: equal
3: if it's yeah, then it's a like, no. the way it was uh, oh, worded yeah,
1: yeah. pushes and no. It should have yeah. been yeah. worded uh, which which will happen. But then it doesn't fit the yes/no mind. Yeah, it fit the yeah no. I You're know, like a, but pushes no. So, so G, if you think it's a push, I, I, it's see, no. I
5: think it's a push. It's one and one. I think. Yeah, I, that's what one. I thought too. Yeah. Well, that's exactly one, what
0: I thought. Throw one pick. I thought or one and one or two and two. If you I, if you bet every Baker Mayfield game, is he going to throw a pick? You will be rich. Yes. Because more often than not, he throws a pick.
3: And yeah. if you bet every Browns game that they will score at least one touchdown through the air, you would still be ahead. Yeah, you still. They're right. still averaging more than one touchdown through the air per game. As bad as they've been, they
0: have. I, I would. I don't think. Right, but with Jacoby Brissett, I think they're going to have, I think it's going to be rushing <laughs> I touchdowns. was. I, that well, it's, Listen, yeah. it's troublesome. Mm. But, you know, if you're going to beat up Baker for his
3: 61.6 career percentage. Like, Which is deserved because it's bad. It, uh, Jacoby's worse. It, well, that's, that's why, why defending I wanted Jimmy Jacoby. Garoppolo. <laughs> you, unlike,
0: unlike well, I def- want a
3: pony for Christmas. Unlike
0: <laughs> your absurd defensive <laughs> Baker on the completion <laughs> percentage when he's clearly one of the worst in the league, we are not defending Jacoby Brissett's <laughs> right, completion percentage. So. So. No, but you're, what you're saying is he's going to complete, he's going to throw touchdowns no i'm not yeah i'm saying they're going to run touchdowns you said yeah. that they
3: are going to he's going to have more baker's throwing going to have touchdowns. more
0: interceptions no no we the question baker's was what will be the higher number jacoby Brissett's throwing touchdowns so he has to throw one no i said it was going to be baker's oh yeah that's right yeah 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i said he's gonna baker only has to throw one because i don't think jacoby's gonna have any But you know what yeah,
3: I know. I, I, if they don't throw for a touchdown in this game yeah. i think it's a terrible
0: sign moving forward i do I mean, what if he throws, makes some nice plays down the field, but then yeah, runs just, it in for two point, yards? At some
3: point when you're at the goal line, yeah. and typically the way goal, touchdowns are scored are inside 10 yards and, and in. Yeah. One of the things that drove me nuts last year about Stefanski was that offense. Because the year before, I thought I saw a lot of creativity inside mm-hmm. the 10. Mm-hmm. In fact, he was known for that. Folks were saying, wow, this is kind of like Andy Reid light. And then all of a sudden, and I don't know why, but last year it just felt like,
0: My son was calling the place because I think last year, I think two years ago, he had more trust in Baker, and he lost that trust in Baker as the year went along, and that's why they ran. I mean, you think it's that simple? Well, what changed that he lost the
3: trust in Baker? Baker wasn't playing well; he
0: wasn't making good decisions.
3: And there there was one other thing that changed from twenty-one or twenty to twenty-one.
4: Yes, he was hurt. Right. So (laughs) if
3: you know your guy can't get it done inside the goal line, you put someone in who can.
0: That ship is sailing. How
3: do you know it was his decision? Listen, if that wasn't his decision, we're all in trouble.
4: Oh I'm just yeah. Saying, how do you if, know it was his if decision? If
3: Jimmy is making the call week to week on who he wants to see start, and you're absolutely it right. I had before. someone tell me who <laughs> thinks they know, by the way, that Baker played last year because Jimmy said, "I got to see what I have." Well, if that I've said that true, all year, they I know had a three hundred
4: fifty million dollar decision to make.
3: Think on about that. how troublesome that is. If that's true, that's
5: I, we're, we've got Jerry Jones as our yeah. Own. That's hey, a nah, disaster. I got more troublesome than that. I'm telling you. Kevin Stefanski was like, "Oh, okay, you gonna play yourself okay. right out of this position? Right here, you go. You want the money? You want that bag? We know you hurt. Who cares? Here's the playbook, mm-hmm. and you always so told, us making the playoffs be damned. You really said, think
0: they would have made the playoffs for Case well, Keenum? That's what Case Keenum. He was bro, better
3: than right, bro. They they finished one game out of the playoffs last year.
0: It's, you can't count the last game.
3: You can because they want it. Well, no, but play. the Bengals didn't so play if any you, of the starters. You, look at all so you don't know of the what happened. Yeah. Where they were that close, right? And they didn't get it done. I, I, I'm teams, telling you, I think that everybody's looking at the chasm between the Bengals and the Browns as like they're way up here and we're way down, and that's not true. I don't think the chasm is that big. I just think you
0: can't count that last right. game. Right. So the what
3: I'm play. saying is, I, I, but I'm I don't sorry, the fans, he's an good. adult. He's not going to, for the sake of making a point and running Baker out of town. Going to blow I up his I don't agree with that. Chances.
0: I agree with you on that, but I don't think Case Keenum's any good as a quarterback, so I don't know I thought it Baker mattered. was still a He's better,
3: better than, option. I think Case Keenum was a better option than a Hurt Baker. Probably, but I don't and think you know significantly. What? Did Case better. Keenum play
4: that poorly when he played? I don't think
0: he, he did. He played one game that and they won. That no,
4: I, I said, watch him against the Bengals. That's how they should have been running the offense all year. He made a decision, got the ball out quick. We got to yeah. bring Adidi like, in. Adidi. The receivers knew where the ball was going, they knew it was going to get out fast, and it just, now, yes, the Bengals weren't playing anyone, but it just looked different.